Hi there, listener. You're about to experience Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games, and there will be plenty of game talk, but also copious amounts of crude, off-color, offensive, and immature speech. So if you are of a rather sensitive humor constitution, we're just letting you know what you're in for with this show. It has games. It has jokes. You know, just games and jokes. Take the games, take the jokes, and have a good time. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's a show that happens twice a week, where now we're recording on Dave's laptop, so there shouldn't be any audio fuck-ups. Who knows, though? We haven't done this. We haven't done this in a long time. I'm checking to see how many hours I can record based on the space of my hard drive. It yeah. says it says 20 minutes. <laughs> so right. that's can, a problem. We can cram an hour and a half in 20 minutes. <laughs> so instead of my laptop fucking us up, apparently my sinuses are like, nah, nah, dog. Gonna, I'm gonna fuck up your shit. Yeah, you you look like you're in pain. It just you feels like weird. It feels weird because I thought I had a sinus infection, and I was like, because my ears hurt, all the all the signs. And sitting here with Dave, like I sniffed. And it did the hawking a loogie type action, and I felt something pop, and then almost yeah. gagged on something. Don't know what it was, but now I don't feel like I have a sinus infection. <laughs> like all the pain and stuff went away after I coughed this up. Now everything just feels like a burning, staticky mess in my head. So I don't, I don't know. I might be dying. Who knows? So if you're curious what that sounds like, it'll probably be the stinger <laughs> to this episode. So just stay on to the end. Woo. <laughs> Okay, so this week, this is we did uh, our Genesis list on Monday, swapping it up. So for yeah. this Wednesday, we're going to talk about To the Moon. Yeah, you to had suggested moon. this mm-hmm. game. Um, I played it a little bit. I didn't get to finish it, unfortunately, um, because my air conditioning went out uh, <sighs> yesterday. Yeah, the, the, like the last, today has been fine. Mm-hmm. It's fixed today. So like, and it was fixed early in the morning. So like today has been fine, but like yesterday and the day prior were just like really, really bad day for uh, an entitled middle-aged white guy. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to constantly remind myself that there are people on this earth who have it so, 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 so much worse <laughs> than I do right now. I, I got stung in the throat by a wasp. The air conditioner went out, uh, but still, still do, pretty good. Still, still, pretty still good. doing great. Still <laughs> doing fantastic. So, um, I, instead of intros, I, we have a package here. Yeah, would awesome. you like to open this? Please. It looks like it looks like drugs. Oh, like, awesome! Based on this tiny white envelope, is it Sudafed? Uh, <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Let's see. So if you hear any sniffs and stuff, I apologize. I'm trying to work through it. Yeah, we'll be all right. Because I realized just now I made that snucking sound. I know. It was that. That's how it's real. <laughs> this is a real episode we're doing. Um, this is impossible to open. This is from Chapter Two Online. I don't know what that is. I feel like um, someone probably ordered us something from mm-hmm. Chapter Two Online um, in Battle Creek, Michigan. And it okay. to us. All right. So I've opened the white envelope, <laughs> and what is inside is a folded piece of paper. Looks like how you might fold a note in high school. It does. <laughs> it does look like a note from high school, 
I'm guessing based on like this. This looks like a DS game or something in there, doesn't it? Uh, it Without does. a case, you're right. I wouldn't even thought that. Let's open this up. Maybe a Vita game. Maybe it looks a little too big to be a Vita game. Definitely not a GBA game. No, no. Nope. <laughs> All right, let's see. There's no letter or anything. I assume it's wrapped in a letter. Maybe. Maybe. Did I miss anything in that? Nope. I see nothing. And there's no writing on. We just got a mysterious ass package. Is what's <laughs> happened? It does look like a DS game. <laughs> Tyler, this is. Would you care to read it for our listeners? <laughs> the Nintendo DS version of Shrek, Ogres and Donkeys for the Nintendo DS. <laughs> Some mystery package. We don't know who in Michigan. Well, I guess that's no. They don't necessarily have to be from Michigan. Just yeah, they probably they ordered were. it on eBay. I th- I think I know who this is from because they mentioned like there we were getting a two part package and to not let you see it beforehand. Maybe. Oh shit, a two part package. Uh huh. Because they Amazon shipped them at different times. Let okay, me, well here's let the me deal. See what he said. I do have another package in my car, <laughs> so I could go get it. Or we, I was trying to ration out these uh, packages for so we could really milk them for intros. Who do you think it's from? Okay. Well, because I got a message from, from Drew Rowland who says, send a dumb package. See if you can get Dave to open the nuts before he realized. I don't, I don't know what he's talking about. So uh, That's probably the other package in my the car. Other package. Would you like me to go get that I probably right just now? ruined it, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like me to go get the nuts? Try, trying to observe what he wanted me to do, I may have ruined it in the process. <laughs> All so right. sure, go ahead. All right, I'll be right back. You can entertain everybody with snorts and slurps, right? <laughs> yeah. They're my keys. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah. All right, I'm back. Yeah, let's do this. This is from, let me tell you, running out to the car with a full bladder. Whoa, man. <laughs> that it, got, it got me high, <laughs> actually, is what happened. Uh, this package is from Online Discount Store. Let's see if it has anything nice. to do... Um, with the Shrek. What is it? Ogres and donkeys? Ogres and donkeys. There's multiple ones? I hope that's like a uh, weird version of The Sims <laughs> where you build your own house. Or plants versus zombies and it's ogres <laughs> and donkeys. Yes. King. Deluxe mix, deluxe mixed nuts. Uh, warning. Choking hazard. Loftus three snakes in a can. Says... <laughs> <laughs> on the, on. Oh, it's it's actually printed. Okay, Drew. So regardless of how I ruined it, the packaging ruined it for you. What? No, dude. I love three snakes in a can. I, they're the best fucking. I nut. was thinking. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking for a second, like, are there pine nuts in there? And Drew is trying to kill Dave. <laughs> no, Drew. Next time, don't get it from online discount store because they leave a very clearly yep. printed label on it that says Loftus, three snakes in a can. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, they would have. Yeah. Really... No, what I would have been, here's the other thing. I would have been like, oh, damn, someone sent us three nuts in a can. <laughs> someone someone at the online discount store ate all the nuts but three. Three, they sent us the rest. 
All right. Thank you, Drew. I'm sorry. It's that, a good package. It is a it's really a good, good package. package. Here, I'm going to launch the snake from the cans. That's what I'm going to do. Oh! It goes pretty far. I like it. All right. Intro, intros aside, you want to talk about To the Moon? Yeah, I'd love to. Do you hear that, Dave? Uh, it sounds like... Snake. <laughs> that looked like a prolapse anus. <laughs> That's what it was. I do hear that, prolapse anus, which of course ushers in a segment that we like to call where we talk about a very serious and touching video game. Uh, a little segment we like to call Dave Reads Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. To the Moon. To the Moon is a 2011 role-playing adventure video game developed and published by Freebird Games. It is the fourth video game by Canadian designer slash composer Can Reeves Gowell. Um, and the first commercial production by his indie game development team, Freebird Games. Uh, and it was designed using the RPG Maker XP engine. Uh, to the Moon was originally released on the author's website and various digital download portals and was later made available via Steam for Microsoft Windows on November 1st, 2011. On January 7th, 2014, the game was released with the humble indie bundle X, making it available for OS X and Linux. Mm. Uh, to the Moon was nominated for many awards and was voted the best indie RPG of 2011. So now, Tyler, you're going to tell us all about how much you hated it, right? No. <laughs> actually not. I mean, it didn't have enough, you know, disfigured girls for me, but it's pretty good. What game does? <laughs> That's true. Catawash Shujo still missed the mark. Although I'm sad there will never be a Catawash Shujo 2. I've looked into it. And oh. The, and the studio's like, nope, never. Really? Yep. Why? Did they give a reason? No, they've just now they've all disbanded and they're working oh. on their own individual projects and they will never come back together to make another Katawashujo. I thought I was hoping they like sent out an official press release that was like, <laughs> uh, none of us can get the taste of vomit out of our mouth. It's just <laughs> never it's just never gone away. Well there's a um there's a subreddit called like our well, waifuism or something like that, where you know, the body pillows with the anime gr- characters on it and reading the ter- like the rules for the subreddit are like whenever you pick a waifu, or I forget what the the other version is. If it's a girl who's picking husbando, a, husband. Okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, you. I don't know why I know that. <laughs> <laughs> that once you pick up a, you are only with your waifu. You are not with. You cannot pursue real girls, or like you are. You are in a committed yeah. marriage to your waifu. It's love. Yep. Baby, don't hurt me. And it's all the subreddit is people posting pictures of their waifu and how they oh, met boy. and talking about like their anniversaries yeah. and what they're doing. I bet they don't get trolled at all ever. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I imagine they're super like banny and strict. Like, because I saw one was let's do. He it. was celebrating his tenth anniversary with Cosmos from uh, Xenosaga. Cosmos, okay. Uh huh. And he sent a picture where he has a five foot tall replica doll. And he went and bought her a new outfit, and he had her shoulder dressed up. She's like, I mean, she's all in her battle gear all the time, so she really appreciated me putting her in her street clothes. Sometimes she's got to be casual. And people like in her all, civvies. <laughs> all the comments are, oh, cute, how'd you guys meet? Happy anniversary. And they're talking like, oh, I bought her at a store. <laughs> <laughs> and it, But there are a lot of people, uh, Katawash Ujo, they've claimed the, those characters as their waifus. Really? So, And they all 
trade tips and locations where you could get the body pillows of more obscure characters. They're like and, poke stops. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> oh man, where'd you get the girl with no legs? Uh just like at the corner of ninth and Broadway. <laughs> just camp just camp that just, nest. Just set it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't come with the attached legs, so you just you gotta buy those separate. <laughs> we just kind of want you to maybe th- maybe think about that. So there you go. No, I'm that's, glad that's, that that's it what did. I saw on Reddit. Tyler, let's create accounts. Very se- like let's let's do like the longest troll con that we possibly can, mm-hmm. and like just really get into this this community, the subreddit. We've got just for goofs. Just I mean, we'll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Women oh, yeah. for like a little while. Just for goofs. Just for yeah. Just, just for goofs. Yeah, you know, just see how it goes. Because we have to convince them that we're that we're in. Like we'll be like Jane Goodall, and we'll like just <laughs> observe. We'll just be we'll just be chilling there. We have two waifu pillows. We have two pillows. That's true. So we have all that we need to to start oh, our new lives. We can put on our tuxes. <laughs> And have hold of our waifu pillows, and we can take pictures of like we had a dual ceremony to marry our waifu. Yeah, let's do this. Then let's go to Sears. I've been wanting to go to the Sears Portrait Studio for Tadbog for a very long time. If we could do that, if we could show up with our tuxes and those waifu pillows <laughs> and a bottle of champagne that we share with the photographer. <laughs> All right. So, so the Patreon hits three hundred and fifty. We go to Sears. Is that have those pictures taken? I, let's raise that price up. <laughs> if the Patreon gets to four, what are we at? Two like two forty seven. Whatever it's yeah. two fifty, we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it stays at two forty seven for one more day, we're gonna go and do this. I actually, I think that we should add that as a Patreon goal, right under buy a penguin. I haven't forgotten about buying a penguin for Tadpog. That's an old. That's an old reference. I looked oh, into man. it. That's going to cost about three thousand oh, dollars. That's not bad. Okay. So there we go. So as we hit three thousand dollars. Oh, and it's illegal as fuck. So that's a problem <laughs> too. But this <laughs> is to get consent from the penguin. It's fine. We'll figure it out. As long as it comes in a can labeled "definitely not a penguin," <laughs> uh, we'll be fine. <laughs> get it from the online penguins discount mm-hmm. store. But uh, yeah, to the moon. We're gonna do. do yeah, that yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. To the moon. I'm Dave. This is Tyler. Yep. Welcome to our show. <laughs> <laughs> I I've had this game in my Steam library for a very long time. Yeah, I, I bought it. I want to say maybe in 2014, like when it came out, like the first time it was on sale after it came out, because I heard a lot of good things about it. And of course, I didn't touch it. And then Shake had told me like a little bit about it. Like you have to play it; it's so good, man. Oh my god, what you know you have to do to get this guy to the moon? Like, okay, I mean it sounds interesting, but I still didn't touch it with everything else I have going on. And uh, Brady Gatsby's daughter, which Brady Jr., this is her like her favorite game. So she yeah. asked me, like, can I play this? You need to play this. I was like, okay, fine. So she's definitely going to listen to this episode. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I take back what I said about the prolapsed anus <laughs> and the waifu pillows. <laughs> uh, please, please uh, pretend I didn't say any of those things, child. <laughs> so I played this game. Uh, it took me about four or five hours, I think, to get through it all. I played the game and the two uh, DLCs. Really? Better with it, yeah. Okay, I have a question before we really before we really dive into mm-hmm. it. Is there any way, and I say this because recently I have listened to two podcasts uh, that were, they just dived right into spoilers. Uh-huh. Is there any way that we can talk about the not story stuff first? 
Okay. That way, because I, I know that like once we get into the story, it's going to be very difficult to avoid spoilers, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Um, and I wasn't able to finish the game, but that's okay. I don't mind. it. And I, I liked what I played, but it's fine. It's okay. We we'll, I'll, I will sacrifice my To the Moon experience for the, our listeners. Um, but I would like, that would be my, main, my big request. Let's save the story for last. That way, the people who don't want this game to be spoiled can hang in for just as absolutely long as possible. Yeah, okay. And then tune in at the very end to hear your deep throat noises that you made when uh-huh. your, that blood clot came out of your face. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> All right, so to the moon, because it looks Final Fantasy VI-style graphics to me. I yeah. it was pretty reminiscent of that. Yeah. Uh, first thing I noticed immediately, and it continued that the whole course of the game, is the music is fucking fantastic. The music is really good. I know a lot of people um, have praised the, the entire soundtrack. Yeah, I think it's, the whole soundtrack is really, really good. What do you think about the gameplay? Because um, it is basically... I mean, there's more to it than a visual novel, but... What's the general premise? Also, I feel like we can. Well, I feel like we can give the general, the general premise. premise. Is there's I can't remember. Sigurd is the company, and it's it's not that far in the future from from modern day, but a little further in the future. That this company, I think Sigurd was the first, and they have a rival company, but you don't hear much about the rival company until the DLC. But that the that's what Sigurd does is they can go. Using their technology, they can go inside and modify memories, mm-hmm. and they get they they basically will then retrace through a person's whole life and collect all their personal memories. And the person, typically on their deathbed, they'll have something in their life they didn't get to experience. So they'll hire this company to alter their memories so they've completed whatever this task is that they didn't get to complete in life, and they can die feeling achieved and fulfilled, mm-hmm. which is in that world is very controversial uh, controversial because they're the secret company is picketed and there are assaults and all sorts of things on them all the time but but it's by the Westboro Baptist Church so right. it's really like we're not sure if it's valid or not <laughs> god hates memories <laughs> so basically you play all all the scientists uh, i think it's like a maybe a 10 person team that they all work in two man uh two man cells let's say and they have an Inception-style briefcase right. where they can hook the client up to a machine, they hook up to a machine. I'm and... glad you said Inception because it reminded me yeah. of Inception immediately. That in a movie, I don't know if it's possible to remind me of a movie I haven't seen, but Total Recall, um, <laughs> just because of the memory Three stuff. Three boobs, all I remember. Yeah. All I get. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, right, they set up... The scientists set mm-hmm. up the two team, the two man team or two person team mm-hmm. sets up um, to incept somebody yeah. essentially. But the person um, doesn't have the ability to talk back to them. So basically, they're just going and talking to one dimensional memories, and then from that, trying to piece. They can't just go back to like the earliest memory. You have to basically work your way through like a puzzle to get back to the furthest memory you can so then you can they can see the path that they need to manipulate to get to whatever this person wanted. Right. It's like you're setting... Um... You're going to different sliding doors moments in a person's life and basically uh, making the decision that they didn't make to see if it takes them to meet their goal. And if it was like a geographical map we were looking at of somebody's memories, mm-hmm. um, like it's impossible to go from point A to point Z in a single jump... Mm-hmm. They have to they have to make a B point, C point, D point, yeah. and like 
plot their way uh, to the end before they can make that jump. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And I think that's really cool. And they have to link up, because the way they, they usually do it is objects that people are attached to, and then find basically like... The mementos. A memento of... That links to different ages of memories. Right. Like, so when you're a teenager to when you're a kid, and find whatever, like... For example, uh, a platypus doll. Yep. Um, is present in two scenes in the game, uh, and you get from one scene to the other through the platypus. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to break down a barrier. Do they call it anything? Like a memory barrier? I can't remember. Some. It's, yeah, it's like that. So yeah, you have to collect enough memories to break break yeah break that barrier access the memento and then you have to do another different puzzle uh sort like of a, a sliding puzzle a very literal puzzle yeah um to organ to organize the fragments of the memory so that you can then jump further okay so you play in the game i know we're we're going to save story but um i feel like this will probably tie up the the yeah. little intro about what the game's about you play as two scientists who are incepting um, an old man, uh-huh. uh, Johnny, uh, who wants to he's, go to the moon. Yeah, he's in a coma, so he can't, like, he's only left, you get to talk to his nurse, and he's left sort of vague instructions about what he wanted. Right. Yeah, he just says that he wants to, yeah, go to the moon. So you're supposed to, those two scientists have to go into his memories and somehow alter the course of his life to make him an astronaut that goes to the moon. At least in his mind. Yeah. Right, because he needs. But they have he'll full, remember it. I mean, they have once they find these memories, they have full access to his memories because they can take out and replace huge chunks of your memory, and that's just it. So once you, once the scientists unlock something, they're basically allowed to play God with your memories in your mind. Right. So I can see why it's a controversial thing. Right. And they talk about in the DLC because you actually go to their headquarters and things like that, and they're talking about how. It's a it's a fulfilling job on one side because you know you're helping people and but you also they also feel intrusive because they're basically trying to strip away to a person's like core to see all these memories and things like that that surely they didn't want anybody to see. Right. And no one But it's a necessity for them a, to do their job. Yeah. And the people who should be appreciative for this are are then dead. So they don't there's no one to like Give them a good review and say they could do work, Give do them, good work, and they're happy now because yeah. leave me a five star review. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got you to the moon, or I didn't. I don't know. Yeah, leave me a five star review. It, it talks that they're very, very strict with their contracts. Yeah, like if you go in for a job and you're not able to finish it, and the person dies, then there are major consequences. Let me say right from the get go, like that setup is, I think, an amazing concept. Uh-huh. Like that is. Like, I would love to play a tabletop game where, like, you're playing a a team that has to go in and modify somebody's memory. Like, I feel like that would be, this would be a fun tabletop, like, oh man, like a role playing game, like, like where there's not very much like combat. You're not fighting goblins and gnolls and stuff like that. But I mean, it's more, it's more just role playing and puzzle solving. Like, I feel like that would be, um, really fun. No, you're totally right. Is there combat in this game, Tyler? Uh, there's a jokey combat. <laughs> All right. So beyond that jokey combat, is there is there combat in the game? No. Okay. And you're, by jokey combat, you're talking about the scene where uh, a squirrel runs out uh-huh. and the male scientist Watts? I played the female scientist because you get to pick whoever walks out. Okay. 
Um, I picked I picked Watts. Um, so I'm curious if the combat is different. Mm-hmm. Um, when the squirrel came out, I had the option to like uppercut it, uh, whirlwind it, throw right shoe at it, or throw left shoe at yeah, it. You go into like a Chrono Trigger style. <laughs> right. You and then the two kids that belong to the nurse. That's taking care of Johnny. Yeah. And then like, yeah, pick all your special moves and you got health bars and speed and stuff like that. And then when you go to like fight it, the kids are like, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't want to hurt it. Right. And I love, I love that. I love this. Um, this game has like this quirky quirkiness to it uh-huh. where it almost feels like it has levity to it. That's super important because this game is a bummer. This game is a bummer. I and I mean that in like. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's just it's a sad it's, it's a, a sad story. Sad. It is a yeah. sad story, and it's like I didn't even finish it, but I know like like it starts sad. The yeah. situation that someone needs to be in in order to to order this operation essentially uh, has to be like someone who is very desperate. Um, who, I mean, why else would you do this? If, if someone lived a happy life, they wouldn't call on, uh, Sigurd to, to come in and, and Sigmund. do this. I'm, I was, it's Sigmund. Sigmund, I'm sorry. Because I'm trying to look it up. Yeah, I, I was wrong. So I was trying to remember, like, just the DLC screen. Because, yeah, as you play, play through, yeah, because you're right, this person has to be unhappy to want to change. So as you play through, you see... That, that he was unhappy. That you see, like, how his life played out on the surface, how everybody would have seen him, but then you see actually how how unhappy he was with the, the path he chose in his sure. life. And it's really cool storytelling because I was worried... I was worried about a game that pretty much starts at the end of a man's life. Like, how is that going to be compelling to me? Will it be compelling? Um, and the answer is yes. I was constantly trying to unravel the mystery of this man's mm-hmm. life. And I think that's what that's why I wanted to keep playing. And it's not anything weird. He's not like a serial killer right. or anything else. It's he, He's a normal man who lives a normal life. But there are weird moments in the game yeah. that make that made me... They're like what I would call lost moments. And by that I mean like the show Lost, where it's like, why did a polar bear show up? I gotta keep watching. <laughs> yeah. There are moments like that in this game with like specifically with origami. Um, like anytime that would show up earlier on the game, it's like, what is up with that? And like creepy music would play and it's like something, there's something to this and it's, I need to figure it out. It's a testament to the story and the writing and that they can convey that in a, in 16 bit. Like, yeah, it's still, everything still comes through. Like, cause like you said, it's very reminiscent of Final Fantasy six and, and as far as it looks, um, also something that I love about how it looks is, um, Two things. First of all, this was an RPG Maker game, but honestly, I wouldn't have known it uh, had I, have had I not read that yep. or had I not played around with RPG Maker because the art is custom, as far as I can tell. Um, it doesn't it doesn't feel like a lot of RPG Maker games that I've played. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, they did a wonderful job of making the memories look interesting. Yeah. Because they do a really good job of like taking the idea that memories are fluid um, and they're not complete. They they do a wonderful job of visualizing that. Because like you'll be going through Johnny's house and there are parts of it that are just black. They're just missing. Mm-hmm. They're just like swallowed up by the void. 
Or and, just the, the outlines of people because you don't remember their face. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that. I love that visualization of what it feels like for me to even close my eyes and try to like think way back to a memory that I haven't thought about f- for years mm-hmm. and, and trying to like piece it together. I think that's very, very, very cool. Super cool concept and a great representation of them. And then all of the mementos, every one of them has layers. And oftentimes you don't get the full implication of like uh, the one of the origami mementos. You don't really get the full implication of what it is until the end of the game. Then you find out exactly what why the first memento you found is striking. Same for a soccer ball and a book and several other things. Like you don't get the full the full feeling of what the Mento is until you start... Because you, at the top, as you progress through his memories, there's a, a bar of a, his life. A timeline. Yeah. And you're going backwards down from when he is a very, very old man, and it shows basically what would have to be every 10 years, how he regresses into being younger and younger Child. and younger until he's, I think, five. Yeah. He's got to be... what well, he's in his 70s, and you go back to it when he's five. So it's... I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a powerful game. It's so well done. Because and even like the two scientists, because you can see why they're paired together. Because Watts is your stereotypical sort of bombastic nerd, but you can also tell he's your jokester. Yeah, yeah. But the more you play it, you can tell he's overcompensating because his job is so sad. Yeah. And then he's paired with Rosalind, Uh who is the very strict by the books, get things done. She opens up, though, at least um, uh, from the hour and a half that I played, there's like, there's these moments that are wonderful. Like, they do such a good job Mm -hmm. with these characters and giving them personalities. And I love to hear you say that Watts gets more depth Mm -hmm. because he does, from the beginning, come across as like a, like a, Kind of a two-dimensional character yeah. where it's like he's just he's just a jokey guy and like he's he's kind of nerdy and and he likes making jokes and like that's all there is to him. Yeah. Um. So I love to hear that he's kind of given more dimension because you I mean he's the more you delve into his story and the DLC he's just like a really lonely person who is trying to fix his life and his jokes and his references are how he how he copes. I love the references in this game. There is uh, yeah. there is a moment in the game where they're talking about how they how Johnny would have moved a piano from downstairs to upstairs, <laughs> and then one of them says it would have been a, it would have been easy with a TARDIS. <laughs> and yeah. like then there's like five lines of dialogue that follow that are all about Doctor Who, yeah. and it's like wow, <laughs> and it's like it's really cool. It's written in they went on a tangent about Doctor Who before getting back to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, like that is also another like not only is it a funny reference uh but it is a good character building moment between these two mm-hmm. scientists who i feel like up to this point have been very different uh mm-hmm. but they connect over doctor who yep. and it's really cool to see that where it's like okay these these they work together they're not very similar but they don't hate each other mm-hmm. so it's really it's it's just really well written it's it's mm-hmm. very well written because whenever you're given any certain scene, you have to go and check out objects, and you'll right. get, like, a memory sphere. And you have to get, like, six of them, and then find the memento, and you bombard the memento with the six memories that you found to break it down and get into it and jump. The, and the first time Watts does it, he does say, Hadouken! Yeah. <laughs> Hadouken, and then eventually another one, he does the Kamehameha from Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> and so, yeah. Okay, so, the puzzles. 
Mm-hmm. What do you think about the actual puzzles when you're trying to break down the barrier surrounding the memento? I I enjoyed them. I never had any trouble with them at all. I mean, they were challenging enough that you felt good when you solved them, but they weren't so challenging you couldn't get past them, you know, within a few minutes. They give you unlimited tries, mm-hmm. right? Um, but there is an ideal number of turns, right, yeah. that, you, that you're trying to make. There, there's like, for example, three ideal moves for a certain puzzle. I have a question for you. Is there a story reward for completing all the puzzles and the ideal moves, number of moves? Not that I've seen. Okay. I got the ideal moves on several of them, but nothing, nothing was any different. Because I'm glad to hear you say that, but I do wish that there was some kind of indicator that it would matter or not. Yeah. Because it would, for me... As I was playing it, there were a few puzzles where um, I made the wrong move. And this I did get a little frustrated because there were a few times where I was using a controller. Mm-hmm. And there were a few times where I felt like it, the controller wasn't super responsive oh. for the game. And I would accidentally make a move that my mind was like, no! And I was worried. Where it's like, should I restart? Should I go back to the last save so mm-hmm. I can do this puzzle ideally? Yeah. Will there be a story difference? So I do. That is a minor issue that I had because the, the the puzzle is basically just tile flipping, right? Because whenever you you can almost think of it like black and white tiles, and whenever you you hit them in rows, columns, and diagonals, and whatever when you hit it, it switches to the opposing color. So you're trying to hit it from different angles to make them all, all white this, right. or all black, or, right? Yeah, and in what that next in what that memento is. To reveal the picture of the memento, and then you jump memories. Then you use that memento, right, to jump to the most, the next most recent mm-hmm. memory. Um, is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we get into story, before we get into sp- um, spoiler territory? My only gripe about the game mechanically is I wish I, there would have been a run button. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I was looking for a run button um, in the very beginning of the game, and then I just kind of got used to the speed. And the way that I dealt with it was telling myself, they're trying to tell a story, and this is just how they want it to pace. Yeah. But I agree. There were moments where it's like, God, I'd kill for some sprint shoes. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's one moment where, like, they get get stuck, and they cannot... Well, one, one, let's see, in one moment, um, they can't find any objects uh, in, in the room to, uh, to keep going. So is this in the tavern? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Watts actually has to interact with memory Johnny to get to drag up what an, an object from him. Right. So that they can then continue to jump. And there's another part where they're locked out and they have no idea how to get any further. So they have to find a way externally to trigger the memory. So whenever they, it occurs to them, Oh, we can do this. I'll go up to the car and get that. And you have to go at a snail's pace all the way through the oh, woods, gotcha. back to the car, and yeah, then yeah. all the way back. It's just like kind of takes you. She, out she of the would be a in a bit. hurry, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but other, that's that is the only complaint that I have, the only one. So you're saying that you would recommend this game? Highly, yeah, highly. If you enjoy story and mystery, and absolutely, I put this, I put this game on the same level as Gone Home. Yeah, in which you're just playing, you're playing an experience. You interact, yes, but it's not like a visual novel where you're just kind of reading and pressing enter. There, you interact and you do things. So there's stuff to do, and they do it right because it feels. It's weird. I was trying to put my finger on it earlier and I could not. But there is something about 
There is something about experiencing a story through a video game that is very different from reading that story uh-huh. or viewing that story in the form of a television show or a movie or even being told that story or watching a play. I mean, it is a completely different experience. And I love it when there are games like this that realize that and then do their best to play to the strengths of the media, mm-hmm. uh, the, the medium, and uh, tell you and the very best possible story that they can. And this is a game I feel like that that nails that, just like Gone Home. So I've read that in our like basically in our current current day that that's why video game movies or movies based on video games. I mean, throw enough money and get good writing, and everything like that aside. That it's, it's still, still not, not gonna, you're gonna because you're yeah. always gonna be missing that that feeling the 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 tactile experience yeah. of crafting it and making your way through it as opposed to just being fed it. Dude, horror games fucking scare me. Like, and and I watch. I've said this on the show before, but I, I watch a lot of horror movies and I read a lot of horror fiction, um, and to some extent, some horror nonfiction. You know, like true crime and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I mean, granted some of the nonfictions like unnerves me where it's like, I can't believe this actually really happened. But for the most part, I still feel very disconnected from those stories. Mm -hmm. And what, what happens to me when I play a horror video game is I feel very connected for whatever reason. I feel very connected to whoever I'm controlling, whichever character I'm controlling. Mm -hmm. That character could have a backstory, could have depth or not. But for some reason, I form an attachment to this vessel that, mm-hmm. that I'm inhabiting. And it makes things seem very, very real and scary. Like Amnesia, for example. Mm. Amnesia, I haven't finished because I get fucking scared. Yeah. That's not a joke. Like, I mean, like I'm a big fucking pussy when it comes to like horror video games. I love them, but it's like I turn off all the lights and I put earbuds in and I kind of just hunker down and it's like it gets so uncomfortable for me like 30 minutes in that I like have to take a break. Yeah. Uh, because it gets too intense. Uh, and I realized 20 years from now I'm going to listen to this and be like, oh, are you kidding me? That game, how could anyone be scared of that game because it looks so <laughs> awful. But... Sorry, I went off a little. T- uh, well, no, I there. guess because because we were talking about when I said being fed, it sort of reminds me like video games. The story of a video game is the equivalent. If I'm going to make a food analogy, it's like please do. It's like feeding yourself, and then movie and books. You're being fed. So if you've ever been an adult and experienced both of those, sure, you're still getting food, but the experience is totally different. Interesting. So being being in control makes makes all the difference in in how and how the story impacts you. It makes it makes me feel like I actually have a like I have like I have I'm playing a part. Yeah. Like what I'm doing matters and um that's very powerful. Regardless of yeah. whether or not I actually do have any control over it or not. Just being a part of it um makes a huge difference to me. I love video games, Tyler. And they're okay. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've played a few, and you know, whatever, Mario, it's fine. <laughs> I really do wish that, can you, can, let's see, can you do the rest of this episode by yourself? Yep. All right, I'll, <laughs> I'll ditch out so that I can actually finish to the moon. We don't have to talk about, we can leave, we can make it spoiler free. You think so? I think we could. Is there anything specifically in the story that you want to touch on? Because I don't want to take that away from you. 
Um, well, basically, yeah, an overarching view because what makes the biggest deal in Johnny's life is, is his wife and everything relating to his wife. Because that's why, because the signs, because uh, Rosalind and Watts complain about having to come out to his house because it is like on a mountain in the middle of nowhere. Right. Why would anyone buy this house or build build a house here of all places? There's another mystery for you mm-hmm. to solve. Yep. And then when you go up and you build it, and then you see behind his house is uh, a lighthouse that it doesn't serve a purpose anymore now that there's GPS and things like that. There's no purpose to a lighthouse. Right. But it's very the lighthouse is very well kept, and when you go because like you find out I don't feel like this this isn't really a spoiler but like there his uh, Johnny's wife River had some sort of condition right that's explained very early on yeah that she had some sort of it doesn't say what it was right um, but she had some sort of a mental which led to a physical condition and. As she was as she was dying, because you get that maybe five years ago, ten years ago, she died, and he's been just finishing the house and until he couldn't do it anymore, and then he hired the caretaker, and he's just been just going through the motions after after his wife died, and you find out that yeah, before she died, she was obsessed with making origami rabbits, right? And you find them all over the house. Oh yeah, and. And eventually, in the in the lighthouse, you find more, and you they can't go ask him why any of this is. So it just it's like to make a Shrek reference. It's, it's an onion. <laughs> Please, it's for an onion. Layers. It's got layers. Ah. This game is like an ogre. Ooh. It's an onion. It has layers. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, spoilers. Turns out River's an ogre. Yeah, <laughs> yep. just turns out she's an, she was an ogre the whole time. <laughs> Oh, my spoilers. I meant Shrek spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> and, but his goal as as an old man or the moon. That's another mystery. Yeah. Because he doesn't even know. At each level, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It does not make sense. Like, why? Why do you want to go to the moon? Like, you you're ask playing him that, through. And he doesn't. Like, you ask his most recent memory why, and he says, I don't know. You go to, I mean, you go to him as an elementary school kid, and Watts asks him, like, he go he goes and pretends he's an astronaut because they're just trying to push this memory onto him, like incept him. Right, that is this his own is memory. That you want. and then go out. Yeah. yeah, he's like, don't don't you want? To, I'm an astronaut here. To any any of you kids can be astronauts. Even I'm you in a program. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you want to be an astronaut? No. It what's like what? Oh shit! What do we what? do? <laughs> you don't want to go to the moon? No. That sounds awful. Okay, he's like six right now. We can't really go back any further. Why is this? I have a guess. And I hope that I'm wrong because it really makes me sad. <laughs> so I do want to finish this game. Um, even there is there is a twist that I did not see coming. Yeah. Okay. That this... explains like all of Johnny's pre like five year old memories. Yeah. Why they're because when you got get back to his earliest and they basically walk over to the side and you see like this huge jagged tear and then these black and white memories that also have like they're staticky and out of focus and they're just sitting there like I've never seen this before why is this we can see over there but it looks something's blocked he's repressed something he's pushed something back something's been done to him that we can't get there it was his journey from the moon yep. as a baby <laughs> he's a lun- he's a lunarian he's a lun- yeah. he's 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 the, he's the son <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, when Fusoya came to Earth for just like a little bit, he had a baby. Which he rapidly aged to five <laughs> and then said, never become an astronaut. Because <laughs> at that, you know, you're, then you have to figure out like how to bridge that gap. I got you. So it's, and that's where the twist happens because I, I didn't expect it. This is a very cool game. Uh, I I kind of wish that this team would develop something for an uh, an engine similar to La Noir. Yeah. Um. Because I think that would be like I would love to play a game like that where it is a little more realistic. Um. And uh. I mean, not I. I love the style of this game, but I do like it gets me thinking about like what more could be done. Like how can you how can you push this this yeah s- this gameplay narrative uh like gone home i mean because gone home is all first uh first person yeah uh and i man i I wish there were more games like this yeah i do too and then well i feel like i can more freely talk about the dlc yeah because basically the dlc takes place a few months after the main game it's christmas time and the scientists are all at sigmund corporation headquarters and you go and you meet the other teams and you get to see everybody's offices and you like you meet the other scientists and they tell you like oh we just had this one woman who wanted to see all the countries in the world so then we had to blah 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 and breaks that down and then you see all the picketers outside and uh, it talks about the other company that does the same thing they're just not as old as they are and that the job is sort of wearing on everybody because your base people want this right before they die so you're always on call to go and do this stressful harrowing sad thing just all the time right then you have to do it or people will die you'll break contracts like apparently to do this to a person there's a lot of legal ramifications so like you if you go in and mess with their memories and don't get them to the point like his family their family can then sue i mean it's it's a whole huge thing so it talks about just how stressful and hard it is, and you get to Watt's personal projects. Like uh, you mostly play as Rosalind because Watt's he designs a video game based on the last story. <laughs> okay. So then you play through like so, an Atari style. Oh, gotcha. Remembering of the events of To the Moon. I was gonna ask if To the Moon was actually like. You playing to the moon is is you playing Watts's creation? Because I think because to it at the end of the second part of the DLC, there is a very lost type moment. I'm gonna compare it to blowing the the hatch door off, yeah. and seeing Desmond's house yeah. down there. It's that level of what? What? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm eager for the next part. And there's I, going to be a next part. I have no idea. I hope so, but. Because they've hit on a very rich story. I think it's very compelling. Mm-hmm. And I love this method of storytelling. Gone Home does something very similar where it's like, we're going to set up all these little mysteries. And then there's like all of these little mysteries that you solve connect to a, a large overarching narrative. Mm-hmm. I think that's very, very compelling. Like I love, I love that reveal. Like it's so rewarding, and it is um, it's compelling. Uh, I wish that I could have. I wish that I could have finished this game, and I do plan you, you on should. I, yeah, I don't. I, do I don't want to spoil it, it. So 
anyone can hear this and get pumped for the game and go play it and enjoy it. Man, I'm excited. We did a spoiler-free, <laughs> yep. quote-unquote, review, whatever we do on this show, <laughs> of uh, To the Moon. I love that. Spoiler-free jackassery. Yeah. <laughs> Cockfuckery. But yeah, I can't. It's not expensive. You know, it's a good, like, Gone Home is like five hours max. This game is like four hours max. So, I mean... Five or six bucks, it's it's worth it. It's a good story. I also, I man, I think it's worth it. And not only that, I cannot believe that I hadn't played this game yet. Mm-hmm. It's been in my library for a very long time, a very long yeah. time, and I hadn't touched it. And I, it's one of those games where it's like, and I'll be honest with you, this is why. I don't really like playing games that I know are going to make me sad. Mm. You've been wanting to talk about... Um. What? Um. What's the name of that game with the kid who has cancer? That dragon cancer. That dragon cancer. Mm-hmm. You've you've brought that up several times to me, dude. I cannot <laughs> play that game. I cannot mm-hmm. do it. I can't do no, it. I, I get it. I understand. I do not want to be that sad. I know yeah. that game is going to make me sad. Oh yeah. Like and, like, I'm sure it would put to the moon to shame in how sad it is. It is about. It is a game about you're a dad who has a your kid has cancer, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the premise of the like game? Like an aggressive, painful cancer Dude. that you can do nothing about. Dude, like even talking about it like makes me feel like because you're playing tingly. you're playing through the dad's because the I mean this happened to the game designer. You're playing oh, through man, no. his his experience. No, with this it. doesn't happen. <laughs> the worst thing that happens in life is your air conditioner goes out and you get stung <laughs> in the neck by a wasp. That's like as bad as it gets. <laughs> you just go get drunk and you eat your American fast food yeah. that kills you anyway. So you it's know, fine. You kill your pain with hot garbage food. <laughs> That's exactly what I did yesterday. It's the American I, dream. Yeah, I ate a pizza. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> but I can't eat enough pizza. That's going to make cancer go away. <laughs> I mean, not yet. Right. The I mean, technology's not there yet. <laughs> I mean, we get stem cell pizza. It'll be fine. <laughs> But the moment we can find our way to Fusoya's home, then we'll find the pizza technology <laughs> to cure cancer. The ancient Italians gave us half of the puzzle. <laughs> we have half the answer. I don't understand why they called moon people Sicilians. <laughs> huh. This is weird. Why is the Declaration of Independence on the moon? <laughs> what mysteries have we unraveled? Well, I think there's much more I can say about Gone Home without getting into spoiler territory. To but, the moon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, as you play through, um, you see uh, Johnny's life support, and you oh, see yeah. him dying as you... So they're they're it's trying like, to hurry. Yeah, it's like in a heads-up display kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? So, yeah, as you... And he has moments, because you also... You can't be in in his mind when he dies, or, I mean, bad things could happen to everyone involved. So they have to eject out and you have to explore his house to try and find like well is there anything we can do here and now and so no go play it it's fantastic if you like i mean if you're just an action gamer you're not going to enjoy this but if you enjoy rich story and mystery this is fucking fantastic jacob go play this game yeah if, jacob if you haven't played it already this is right up this is right up jacob's yep. alley so Absolutely. if you're a listener who has enjoyed Jacob's perspective on things when he's been on the show, and you feel like you connect with him as <laughs> uh-huh. a gamer. Adam. Adam. <laughs> yeah, Adam, please play this game. 
Because um, Jacob and Galen should play this together, and Galen will ball her eyes out. Dude, I'm going to cry. Like, that's no joke. Like, it, I got, dude, 45 minutes in, and I was tearing up. Like, and then, like, I stopped playing the game, and I I legitimately cried. Yeah. And it was just like, God damn it. Why does this, <laughs> why do I have emotions? Why am I not an automaton? <laughs> why could it have been, like, Shadow and just killed them all? Yeah. So. Because there are, like, weird moments, just, weird humanizing moments, like, Johnny loves pickled olives. Loves pickled olives. Yeah. And at one point, like, Watts has to sit down and eat with them, to, to bond with them, to bring out a memory. And they can shut off parts of Johnny's memories. So you can turn off the taste of olives or the smell of certain things. Which Rosalind refuses to do. She's like, nope, yeah. you gotta taste them all. So he had, And he can't default out at that point, so he has to eat like four jars of pickled olives. Which does sound so awful to me. That is the part that made me really sad. <laughs> <laughs> he cried. He had to eat all those pickled Why olives. Why was she so mean to him? It was so gross. She could have ate it so he didn't taste it. Why understand their work relationship? Man, because I like or can tolerate almost all foods, but man, olives are not one of them. I love olives. Oh, man. I do can't love do olives. It. I like black olives and green olives. Ooh. Kalamata olives? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I just, I've tried, like, I like I've gotten to pizza. the point where, like, if it's on a pizza, I will still eat it, and I can just suppress the olive memory Dude. and keep going. But, like... You have to hire. <laughs> you yeah, have to they, hire they come in and are like, yeah. I had to eat a pizza today, and you're going to modify my memory to the olives weren't on the pizza. So, uh, <laughs> sir, uh, this is going to cost you $2 million, you understand. <laughs> yeah. Those olives, olives are gross. Please, go ahead. It's we fine. understand. If you could please just sign this contract <laughs> so the, the Westboro Baptist Church will get the fuck off of our lawn, uh, we'd appreciate it. <sighs> yeah, that's all I got to say about it. That's not spoilerish. Black olives on a pepperoni pizza is really good. Yeah, yeah. Black olives and a uh, pineapple. Ooh, sweet and Deadpool's favorite, sweet and salty. Yeah, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I I want to try it, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna order a pizza. I'm not gonna order that pizza. Let's do it for the show. If we reach five hundred dollars, we'll order Deadpool's pizza. Let's talk about the most recent Deadpool game, and we'll <laughs> order pizza. we'll order Deadpool's pizza. <laughs> if we reach. If we reach, yeah, well, $500 is going to get us the Sears with our okay, waifu pillars. Right. If we reach $400 <laughs> on Patreon, we'll, we'll eat Deadpool's pizza. Do you want us to eat Black Olives <laughs> Bonneville pizza? Oh, gross, $400. <laughs> you know what I love about us and our show mm -hmm. is that both of us, we're like the kids in elementary school who eat weird shit for a dollar. Where yeah. it's like at the end of lunchtime, we're like, uh, mix all that shit together on your tray and we'll eat it for a dollar. Mr. B's cooking. As I've said, it's been a long time since I referenced Mr. B's cooking. Yeah. And I'm not, I, I realize it's a very country thing to say, but no, we said cook in, apostrophe. Cookin'. That's why you said it. I realize, not Mr. B's cooking. He, he, is, he does not do that. It's Mr. No. B's cooking. I have a question for you. Are we done talking about To the Moon? I think so. All right. Because there's, there's one achievement and that's for beating the game. Oh, so there is an achievement There's in the one. game. Yep. All right, so we don't have to come up with them. Do you want to do beards and glasses? I mean, this is a... See, I feel like it'd be hard to do beards and glasses without referencing something in the game and spoiling anything. Um, or making the game seem silly. Yeah. That's what I worry about, honestly. Yeah. Jo Johnny's beard and Watts' glasses. All right, there you go. done. <laughs> We've met our quota. <laughs> now on to eat disgusting food. Well, here's a, here's a can of peanuts that our good friend Drew sent us. <laughs> Whoa! 
<laughs> I guess I have to eat these snakes, man. I was so hungry. <laughs> now I have to eat these rubber snakes. Thanks, Drew. Uh, I, I didn't eat anything today because I knew I would have these these peanuts waiting for I me. I don't know how many calories are in metal. <laughs> probably, probably a lot. I would assume in material like that, there's no calories. If yeah. it has no nutritional value, there's no calories in it. I don't know that. Tony, get back to me. If you can't digest it, does it have calories? Yeah. <laughs> you want to take some calls? I would love to take some calls. Would take you like calls. to take some calls? Yeah. I have a question for you while I get the calls set mm-hmm. up. How do you feel like my podcasting game is with a bladder that's at 150%? Is this a thing that I should continue to do? Tight as fuck. Whatever, whatever brings out raw emotion in you, I feel is good. So if you have to pee, we talk about video game timelines... Or, right. or, or Nazi Coke. Whatever we have to do. One of those three things. <laughs> All right, I like it. Done. I prom. I vow from this moment forward um, to do one of those three things sometimes. <laughs> uh, here is a call from 951. I apologize if this has already been played. I, I cannot remember. It's been a while. It has been a little bit. The last, yeah, the last few games we've hit our hit times we haven't gotten to. So, Hank, so bear with us. Sorry, guys, I went a little bit over on that last call. But uh, the question was... Uh, Just to catch everybody up, 951 had called two times previously to this call. There you go. Now we're on the same page. <laughs> I don't have to go inside your memories to sort that out. You can do that on your own. <laughs> can I send you a game along with all the other goodies in my care package that I'm going to put in Nicole's box? Um, yes. If I, if I leave that... That envelope to mail it back to me. Oh, he did. Can we did play this. Yeah. If not, I mean, he asked to send it cool. back, and we said maybe. Is that was? We, we, we said we it? would, or we if would. he'll just let us know how rare it is, then we'll see if Mister Bay has a copy we can borrow. All right. So yes, we'll try. Here is here is a follow up text from nine five one. Um, oh boy, just reading this, I can tell you, do not want to answer this question. <laughs> uh, it reads eight inches. Well, I'd answer that question <laughs> unless it's unless the length of my arm. They're, I've said I had T Rex yeah. arms. They're very small. Unless soft <laughs> is in parentheses, I'm going to answer that question. <laughs> uh, but if there's a stipulation to it, I'm going to I'm going to just remain silent on that. Uh, it starts out motherfucking Tadpog colon. Do you guys smoke weed? Have you ever smoked weed? What are your feelings on weed? Can we bump a rail of weed together at Tadpog Prom? (laughs) (laughs) And then here's what I love. I have another text message from him that says immediately after, motherfucking Tadpog, colon, do you guys smoke weed? Have you ever smoked weed? What are your feelings on weed? Can we bump a rail of weed together at Tadpog Prom? He sent it twice. I'll answer it. Answer it. I... I was very straight edge. Well, I'd say stupid conservative until college, and then I was straight edge through college. I didn't have a drink until I think I was 22. I've never been the most drunk I've ever been is on Pokemon Snap. So go and check that out. And link to that will be in the show notes. God, I was I would I was trying as you were saying that sentence. I was trying to piece together like where you were going to go. I was like. 
uh, I got really drunk on Pokemon and like dot, dot, dot. Like I just started weed. filling in blanks. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> is there Pokemon weed? <laughs> All right, so I see Pokemon Snap, throw memories at it. Okay, get into Pokemon Snap. Where does it go from there? What I used to do is play Pokemon nonstop. And then at the end, I would pee and poo into a jar <laughs> and seal it up. And then I'd play Pokemon for a very long time again. And then I'd pee and poo in this jar what again. What is it? Jankum? Jankum. <laughs> Correct, <laughs> Jankum. You're welcome. You can search for it. It's a real yeah, thing. Well, uh, you want to bump I, a rail of Jankum tr- if we reach two thousand oh dollars on two, Patreon? Two thousand dollars a month. Yeah, we will try. <laughs> we, we will make our. We have to eat our own. Eat. We have to smell our own brand. <laughs> All right. If a, we gotta eat it, we gotta reach ten thousand dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is. Two thousand dollars a month. <laughs> We will make our Tadpog brand Jankum and do it on the air. For $12,000, we will fucking sell it. We'll slap <laughs> labels on it and send it out to you. <laughs> Tadpog brand Jankum. <laughs> Bring it to the next uh, Juggalo gathering. <laughs> but I, I tried marijuana um, not until I was in my 30s. And even then, like twice, two, three times maybe. Um it does nothing for me. I've never so much as taken a hit off a cigarette before. So trying to smoke weed was awful. It just made my mouth taste terrible, and I coughed, and everything hurt. And I felt absolutely nothing. Every time I did it in varying amounts to what everybody told me to do, I never felt a thing. I have a theory, and that theory is that you have taken sleep medication yep. for so long, yep. and it has you've tripped and on it being before. Particularly, yeah, I mean, I'm g- gonna say unintentionally. I don't know. I'm gonna shrug. I'm I'd gonna say that since I was 20, 20, 21 years old, I've been taking Ambien to sleep. I guess a few years ago I switched to Lunesta, but. For a good solid eight or nine years, I took Ambien. The experiences that you've told me that you've had um, while taking Ambien, like, dwarfs any interaction I've ever had with with weed. Mm-hmm. I'll answer one of these questions. I'll, ask, I'll answer two of these questions. Um, actually, I'll answer three of these questions. Mm-mm. First one, have I ever smoked weed? Yes, I have. And it does not even come close to uh, the experience that you have told me, Tyler, of, on it, tripping of on Ambien, Ambien. Mm-hmm. Um, which bums me out a little bit uh, <laughs> because I have taken Ambien before and it just makes me sleepy. Yeah, your, na- <laughs> your, your natural sleep is too strong. It really It overcomes is. you. It is my natural state <laughs> to sleep. That is like the, I've. this is really sad maybe, um, but I told Nikki the other day, it's like, I feel the most myself when I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Dave over there in bed beat all day. Oh, that's sleepy. That motherfucker. That sleepy mean? fucker. <laughs> he did like nine bumps of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he is strung out on sleep. Uh, so part three of that question, what are your feelings on weed? Uh, legalize it, tax the fuck out of it. On a federal level, all, all across yeah. all across the board. Same for prostitution. Yeah, I'm with it. I am. I'm with that. I agree with you 100%. Although, don't tax it too much, <laughs> because I'd like to have a little money left. Tax at the level you tax cigarettes and alcohol. Ooh, how about alcohol? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the tax is on alcohol, but I can tell you that the fucking tax on cigarettes. And, and, and regulate it like alcohol, like... 
still treat it as DUIs and, and treat it just like you treat alcohol. You know, you have to be responsible with it. I can agree with that. Although I would argue that weed is less destructive than alcohol. Oh, no, absolutely. 100%. But I'm just saying, at, to even get it that far, I think you'd have to treat it just like, you have to treat all drugs the same. Except jank them. Except jank them. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> you can sell that on the internet. It's fine. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, we haven't looked into it or anything. I mean, we'll get we'll set up Bitcoin. It'll be fine. It might be a problem at customs. <laughs> can we set... Did the Silk Road have stores? Like, could you set up a Silk Road store, like an eBay store? Tadpog, Jacob. Uh, can we bump a rail of weed together at Tadpog Prom? I'm going to say... Look, if we can make Tadpog a living, I'll bump as many rails of weed with you as you mm. want. I won't because it just makes me feel bad. So, yeah. However, I'll I take st- an Ambien with you. There you go. <laughs> I still refuse to answer your first question because Tadpog is not my full time job. Nope. And I would like to keep my full time <laughs> job. Thank you very much. For now. You can fill in the blanks, I feel <laughs> like. I also am not all about incriminating yeah. myself in audio form. <laughs> Also, when I uh, tried it, it was a very, very long time ago. <laughs> so long. So it was legal back yeah. then. Yeah. Oh, it might have even been a dream. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. We have another call here. Thank you very much for your text message, by the way. Here's a call from 614. I don't care what you motherfuckers say. Crash Bash for the PlayStation 1 is the best party game ever made. Ever made. Fuck Mario Party. Fuck Mario Party 2, fuck Mario Party 3, fuck Wii Bowling, fuck Mario Party 5, <laughs> and fuck Mario Party 6. What about 7, 8, 9, and 10? What about 4? Did he miss 4? <laughs> 1, 2, 3, Wii Bowling, and then, did he say 5? Yeah, I don't five, know. 5, I think. 4 is okay then. 4 is fine. Did I just miss out on a sweet-ass Monty Python joke? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was three, though, and not four. I can't that was remember. like an ogre. <laughs> what? Crash and Bash? I guess Crash Bash is the Crash Bandicoot PlayStation party game, I guess. Right, I, we got to play it now. I've only, I only remember the three Crash Bandicoots in the racing game. So We have to play it. We yep. have to play sh- the Shrek, oh, donkeys and ogres. Uh-huh. Ogres and donkeys, whatever. What is that game all about? Is that a kart <laughs> game? Because there's like a million oh, man. Shrek kart racing games, right? <laughs> Phil posted a pretty good article about the internet being obsessed with Shrek. Uh, I'll from, have a link to that Kotaku. in the show notes. <laughs> I tell you what, Drew. I'm speaking to you directly right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, stop listening for a moment. It's just for Drew. This is just for you, Drew. And Bailey, because she does a podcast with you mm-hmm. called Hobson. She's probably in the room. It's fine. We will play Shrek, Ogres and Donkeys, when you play the Garmfield kart racing game that I asked you to play, like, I think on your third episode. And you mentioned it, mm-hmm. like, as it was a joke. It wasn't a joke. It was a dead, serious request. I need you guys to play that game. Sounds like two good crossover shows. I agree. It does sound like a crossover show. I agree. So there it is, Drew. There's the, there's the challenge. You're welcome. <laughs> Bailey has to play it too. Yep. Oh yeah. No, no, no. She has to play it too. She can't just watch you. She right. has to get. She has to play it too. She's got to get knuckles deep in that in that <laughs> yep. field racing game, which is gonna be really, really boring for you guys because it is a one-player racing game. There is no multiplayer option. <laughs> yeah. So you just have to like just sit in this laps. Yeah. Somebody has the directional pad. Somebody has the, uh, the 
controller pad and control the button, the other buttons, the analog buttons. Oh, you share it. So one, oh, yeah. I got you. One person has. I got it. Yeah. You share it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. Played the two two headed monster version of of that racing game, Garfield racing game. They do that with um, games done quick now. Or maybe not games, maybe not that particular brand of games done quick, but there are speedrunners who set that as an additional challenge. <laughs> oh, bless you. Bless Ooh, you, Sneezy Bear. Sorry. <laughs> that one snuck up on you. Where they do speedruns where one person controls the, the D-pad and the other person controls the, the buttons. Fuck, that must be hard. Oh, I can't fucking imagine. All right, I got to pee. It's real, okay. real bad now. I feel like we're good on time. Okay. Do you? Are, are we cool? Yeah, I think we're, we're good. good. We're good. This was a good episode. I agree. I like it. Tyler, I've had a lot of fun today mm-hmm. talking to you about To the Moon, but also I had the most fun talking about possible Patreon goals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like that's really been we like... Have to put, we have to put these on the Patreon pretty soon. Yeah, abs- oh, absolutely. Before we forget. Oh, so, I've already forgotten them all. So, so Phil, tell please tell us all the goals that we've mentioned. Phil, if you could please, in the comments uh, for the Facebook post, list all the Patreon goals that we promised in this episode. We would appreciate it. We'll name a goal after you. Tyler mm. and Dave buy a penguin. Phil Hawkins. <laughs> name it Phil. <laughs> name the penguin <laughs> Phil Hawkins. <laughs> at, at one point, we'll fly to Oregon, and us and Phil will go knock on Clyde Drexler's door. <laughs> With a penguin, with a penguin, and ask him about uh, child child abuse. <laughs> Why he didn't end it? Show uh, show us on the penguin where uh, your a, coach God, touched you. That is so many levels of inside jokes. I know. Oh man, just like an inception level yep. of inside jokes. <laughs> Fuck it. So Phil lives in Oregon, and he sent us a package with there a pen of Clyde Drexler's face on it. Yep. He had a campaign in I forget the nineties or two thousands uh, about ending child abuse. It didn't work. There you go. Inside joke explained. I don't know what episode that's from, but... Also, at one point, we said we'd buy a penguin on Patreon money. (laughs) There. All things explained. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. So don't miss the next episode. We haven't really talked about it, so we'll figure it out. Yeah, don't hold we'll, us to it. I want to get back to doing Genesis games on on Wednesday. Wednesday. So that means we got to come up with something on Monday. Mm -hmm. Here are some options. Inside has been gifted to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we could do another Genesis game like Jurassic Park or something that's not on the list. Mm. Or we could do an all-call show. All-call show. All-call show. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Yep. People have actually requested all-call. I know, I know it sounds awesome. silly. And like every time I say it, I feel like I'm lying. Um, but For yeah. every 100 people that say they don't want an all-call show and one person says all-call show, we're going all-call show. We're doing it. <laughs> all right. So we're planning on doing an all-call show yep. next. You're welcome. Uh, let's see. There are various places where you can give us reviews. Go to iTunes. Go to our Amazon t- page for our t-shirts. Just search Tadbog on Amazon. You'll find the you'll, shirt. Something will show up. You can leave it a five-star review. Would you like to wear our faces proudly across mm-hmm. your chest? You can do it. Go to Amazon.com. Type in Tadbog. Which I spoke to Leva Bates today. And I said, hey, if I send you a Tadpog shirt, will you wear it at some events? She's like, absolutely. Oh, so, nice. yeah. Nice. All right. So we're buying her shirt. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, various places where you can leave reviews. And whatever you tell us. Yeah. We will, it be it a game you want us to play, a guest social want for an episode, or a Patreon quest. Or Jenkum to produce. Or, or, or <laughs> what do you want us to eat before, before we produce we the Before we produce the <laughs> Uh, pickled olives. I want you to drink only orange juice and eat pickled olives for a oh. month. Yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, throw some throw some nine volt batteries in there too. <laughs> Just fuck me up, please. <laughs> you get fucked up and fuck me up. But whatever you include, we promise we will get to that eventually. eventually. Don't worry, guys. Like Tyler said, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about small calls. Uh, in the meantime, you can always find us on tadpog.com. That's where the show notes live. Hey, do you want to see possibly a Shrek Ogres and Donkeys link? <laughs> that might be there if I can find it. Um, you can find that all in the show notes at tadpog.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, thank you guys so much for sharing those things. It really makes my day when I see that happen. Um, you know what else makes my day? When people donate to us on Patreon so that we can meet our goals. So we can buy a <laughs> mm-hmm. penguin. Uh, we'll make penguin jank them. Sure, we own it. We can, <laughs> we can, we can make that. He's at that point, at a hundred thousand dollars a month, we'll make, we'll make penguin Jacob. We'll just feed it whatever you want us to. We'll have it just excrement to a jar. <laughs> Tyler and Dave's penguin Jacob. <laughs> and on the label it says available in spearmint, <laughs> lettuce, <laughs> toothpaste. Parentheses, you're welcome. A penguin died to make this. <laughs> uh, so if you want to donate to that fund, you can uh, at patreon.com uh, slash tadpog. I'm like, it's very important you type the uh in there, by the way, too. <laughs> uh, I'd like to take a moment to uh, thank a few people uh, who have recently donated or up their p- uh, pledges on Patreon. Uh, I would like to thank Micah Purdue, who has mm-hmm. changed, I guess he's changed his Patreon name from Lord Micah Purdue to Micah Purdue. Um, mm. Or maybe I've just always read it as Lord Micah Purdue because that's how I see him uh, in my mind. Yep. He's a lord. He's stately. Uh, he, uh, thank you very much. He just recently upped his pledge uh, by a penny, riding that penny train. Mm-hmm. And Douglas. Those the two pennies. Douglas. Yeah. Upped his pledge by two pennies like he said he would. So uh, Douglas from Better Made. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, if you want to call us, if you want to be on an all-call show, leave a voicemail or a text message at 270-883-2555. Yes, I did forget it for a moment. Probably all that jankum I did before yeah. doing the show. <laughs> Saving up your pee for some good jankum. Saving that pee up. Oh, man. You're, oh, your bathroom's going to smell like pee. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see me pull up the website because I don't know our P.O. box. Or I guess I can read it off uh, Drew's package here. So if you want to send us something, uh, be it a Shrek game or some snakes in a can, <laughs> yes, send uh, whatever you want. Jank them. You can try it. Give it a shot. Oh, don't please don't send us jank them. <laughs> Nicole gets it first. <laughs> we, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. She's going to get all the good fumes. <laughs> She's going to get in there. She's going to sniff Nicole, it we Nicole, do. stop stealing our jank fumes. Stop sniffing our gross drugs. You're getting, you're getting all the good fumes. All the cross-country Jacob jar fumes. I would love, man, I, look. To see Nicole do Jacob? Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> dressed in a business suit and everything. I was thinking she was dressed like a juggalo. Make her hair turn blonde again. <laughs> yeah, dressed as a juggalo. It just curls. It doesn't turn blonde. It just curls up. <laughs> man, Nicole... I don't know if you're listening Please to this or do not. Please do, <laughs> Go as a juggalo for Halloween. You and Josh be a juggalo couple. <laughs> It'd be so good. Oh, man. It would be good. And I would be scared of them. <laughs> so please send 
whatever. To Tadfog <laughs> Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box three seven eight five, Paducah, Kentucky four two zero zero two. We have an Instagram. Uh huh. Tadfog underscore podcast. Um. Sometimes I stream things on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. search for Tadfog on Twitch. Do we have any other things to plug that people have heard a million times? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I feel I start feeling self-conscious when we plug. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just this like, is the part most people probably check out. Yeah, it's so. like a it's like a 15-minute chunk of time, it feels like. It's probably, hopefully, not that long. It's like usually five. That's why we got to weave in Jinkum jokes. <laughs> Jinkum Weavers. Keep them listening. Jinkum Weavers. Yeah. That's our class. Epic level Jinkum Weavers. <laughs> uh, Doesn't that sound like a Pokemon? Jinkum. Jinkum. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys, I went to the latest <laughs> gathering in southern Illinois. Man, the only Pokemon there were Jankums. <laughs> Jankum. Jankum. <laughs> like you said, Drake come. Drake's come. That's <laughs> <laughs> its evolution. Jankum to Drake's, Drake's come. come. Hey, you want to close this out? Um. But like the Jankum Pokemon, I guess. Okay. So until next time. Try Capricorn. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our very weird podcast. Yep. I love it. And giving us money for it. I love it when we get weird. Now this is a free one. This isn't this we normally save this level of weird for Patreon That's true. <coughs> Yeah. Oh, Oh, boy. That was a good one.